0: Oh hey, you made it.
1: We weren't sure anyone was able to get the broadcast. We found this huge vault full of cool things from before the event.
0: Yeah, do you want to come check it out? Okay guys. Welcome to episode three of the podcast. No, it's episode four. It's episode four. Can you believe, Robin,
1: that we made it to episode four? We've
0: made it this far. Episode four. To be honest, you're I, back.
1: I'm back. I clean. I cleaned up the grease. How'd it go? In the lower sections of the vault. Yeah. For off the super mutants. Do you have to fight them? Well, no, I, I basically, super mutants are the smartest. Mm. I, I basically did showed them rock, paper, scissors. Oh yeah, and then a fantastic new game. You, you know that thing where you do the rock paper scissors and then you show them your uh, show them that like, um, oh, show The like oh the circle game the circle game you uh-huh. show them your hand circle and then I convinced them that if they did that they had to punch another super mutant okay and then I just managed to work my way through all of them so then there was only one left. Oh, so and you trick uh,
0: them into looking at the circle of your fingers yeah below your hips for yeah. anyone who's not familiar with the circle game. That's that's what
1: you need to do. Uh-huh.
0: It, 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 Mar- Malcolm in the Middle made it famous, but. Yeah, but Malcolm in the Middle was about sixty years ago,
1: <laughs> or or six hundred. I mean, time <laughs> time's really a fluid concept. Yeah, I world. forgot that was in Malcolm in the Middle. Um. So yeah. So that that's essentially what happened with the super mutants. It, it wasn't very difficult to outsmart them. Okay. Because I mean, obviously, if if I tried to just fight them, they would have consumed me.
0: They probably would have just beaten the hell out of you, torn your bits. Eaten me. Wild animals. I think Segway mutant's still rocking around somewhere. Well, yeah, it's (laughs) hard to catch. He's really (laughs) fast. Really
1: fast on the Segway. Yes, so that's that's all good. Uh, I have found some fine pieces of media that I've gone through since. Oh yeah, I mean it has
0: been a little while, Robin. I'll be honest. I was waiting for you for ages. I got bored of the sex vault, which, by the way, we do not talk about on this
1: podcast. The sex vault. That's a different podcast. That's that's uh, don't go outside nights. Well, we just don't talk about it. Yes, that's, just do Don't it. don't talk about it. Don't don't go. Out, don't
0: do it. I mean, I'm upset. I, I brought it up myself, but did. point is, I spent too long there. I got bored. So I just I've done quite a lot. Um, yeah.
1: Well, I ha- I have a couple of things. What I'm going to start with is something that c- came to me completely by surprise, mm-hmm. and I I had no idea about this, and it's also one of these amazing things that like. Because I like certain things, like I like anime, I like animation, I like cartoons, okay. I like satire, um, <clears throat> I have all the correct channels that this should have been a thing that came into my uh, newsfeed and my... my. my uh, and your sphere of... My sphere of thought. Consciousness. A lot earlier. But One Punch Man. I've heard of One Punch Man. One Punch Man. Yeah. Like, literally I had heard nothing about this... Really? ...before, since... since before our last recording, okay, I um, hadn't even like heard the words put together, um, and I saw a first thing about it, it was some meme with the character. I uh-huh. was like, "Oh, that looks really interesting." Got a very plain face. Yeah, and I was like, "That's all odd," because everything else is like super over-designed anime stuff, and he's yeah. got this plain head. I was like, "That just looks odd." Then I looked it up, and I was like, uh, "I've binged the whole thing." Oh, you've watched it all. All of it. It's it is so good. Cool. Um, so, how much do you know about this?
0: Um, all I know is that people keep telling me to watch it. And almost out of a subconscious protest. <laughs> you know how it is with TV shows. Yeah. Oh, you would love this. This is a show for you. I, th- I just see, he, he just showed, I think, you know what? Patch would love this. Like, I was, fuck you, I don't want to watch that. Um, I'm going to watch other things that maybe aren't, I'm looking forward to, but are quite disappointing.
1: I hate to f- throw fuel on the fire here. But you should definitely watch it. it is, yeah, it's it's quite great. So I hear. I've heard it's very good. Um, um, so s- brief synopsis. Um, light spoiler warning, but l- I'm gonna. We don't need a real spoiler warning here.
0: Okay.
1: I think. So, I'll I'll take think. my finger off the trigger. Take your finger off the trigger. Um, it's basically about... There is a world that ha- is dominated by megacities, more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, there are lots of superheroes, lots of monsters, like big kaiju monsters, little silly monsters, you know, all that sort of stuff. And basically everything in this world is built like a traditional anime superhero world. Uh, most, uh, all of the characters are really flat and straight mm. and serious, and like it's all really full-on, and there's all these ridiculous backstories to everything. Mm. Um, the lore makes no sense, all of that sort of thing. But the titular character, One Punch Man, is like a point of satire in the whole thing. I've heard that. He so, kind of
0: just sort of shows up. Yeah. Doesn't really have a backstory. Yeah. He
1: can kill people in One Punch. That's it. Yeah. Uh, he, his, his title is his power. He can just mm-hmm. he can kill anyone. He is the strongest out of everyone. But because he doesn't have all these normal anime tropes like he doesn't have a big backstory mm-hmm. he doesn't care he just, all he wants is like someone he can have a proper scrap with and he just like stotes around can defeat any monster any enemy and then all these other superheroes are like around him and they're all, all like i am atomic samurai i am and then huge backstory and uh-huh. then like it'll like there'll be these moments where like they'll just keep talking the hero will just keep talking and keep talking and keep talking and one punch manage but like, Oh, <laughs> oh. just stop. Just this is oh. so boring.
0: Nice. I like that. You know what? You're turning me around. It's
1: uh, cuz this is the most anyone's was. ever told me about it. It's it's really really good. Yeah. And it's so and it's it's interesting as well because I don't think this is it must have been done before like a satire on yeah, an anime yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, ha- it must have happened, but it's like what's so good about it is like everything other than the character of one punch man. It's done so so straight. Mm-hmm. It's done so genuinely. You know everything else is perfect. Okay. It, it could exist as its own standalone serious anime, right? Um, but with One Punch Man, it just brings up to that next level of. It's funny. It's really funny. Okay. I nice. um, massively recommend it. And it's that the first season's out, and it's all dubbed in English at the moment. So it's just one season. One season okay. so far, but a second season will be coming cool um so i am looking out for that now and very excited also just high production value really yeah. high production value the
0: animation looks pretty good
1: it's good animation
0: i'm very very picky when it comes to anime oh cuz I don't generally yeah. like it it's it's all right there's some good ones uh one that i have watched like my, my most recent one that i really like is uh space dandy Space Dandy. Space Dandy. I
1: read about this. They never, never pulled the trigger on it.
0: Never watched. Pull it. that trigger, man. It's good. Um, again, uh, sort of humorous anime. I like it when it's because anime, like you say with One Punch Man, anime takes itself can take itself very seriously. Stupidly seriously. Like I started to watch Attack on Titan and stopped after
1: four episodes because I just, I just couldn't. Attack on Titan. Could we talk about that after you're done with Space Dandy?
0: Okay. Um, yeah. So Space Dandy is just <clears throat> uh, the intro. To the show is an announcer who pops up every now and again, sort of like fourth wall announcer. He's like a the narrator to the show every now and again. He comes up and explains like very complex uh, theories about uh, about physics and space and quantum theory and stuff. Just to really drive. the. Basically something will happen in the plot that doesn't make sense. Like there's an episode where the entire universe becomes zombies. But like it's not a continuation. This is episode five. And the next episode, everything's fine.
1: <laughs> oh, man, I love that. That's yeah. brilliant. That's really good. Um,
0: so, yeah, the the so the narrator at the start of the episode, Space Dandy, is a dandy in space. He's just a pretty, this hip, cool guy. He just goes around his ship. He's, a, he's an alien hunter. He's got a little robot counterpart. He's got, like, a cat monster that follows him around. And it's cool. It's just pretty lighthearted. All he wants to do is make enough money so he can eat in his favorite restaurant, which is, like, a space version of Hooter's. It's literally just
1: called boobies. I love this so far. I'm so so sold.
0: It's really trippy. All the a- all the animation is amazing. Like all the aliens look really weird.
1: I was it's- sold on it because well well I wasn't sold on it obviously I haven't watched it yet <laughs> but what I found interesting about it the animation style reminded me a lot of Daft Punk. Yeah, it's quite it's very Daft Punkish. That's yeah. like that's immediately what I thought. Okay, should we do a trade? Uh, a trade an anime trade let's do an anime trade I'll watch some One Punch Man I'll do some Space Dandy alright cool Yeah, I'll Deal, do. It. let's do that nice one and now let's move on to some anime I don't think either of us like
0: oh you don't like Attack on Titan
1: either I want to yeah I really want to oh
0: my god you're the first person like,
1: <laughs> we've been all down here all this time I didn't even know like I don't want to feel like my media's fighting me to try and make me not like it explain alright so, I, the premise of Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. brilliant. Yeah. The style of Attack on Titan,
0: brilliant. Yeah, like, it looks really cool. Like,
1: and the, the world building, mm-hmm. brilliant, brilliant. It's a believable world. No, I agree with you on everything and then, so far. And it's like, I'm watching it, I'm like, this is so cool. Why are you trying to make me not like this cool thing? With your absolutely terrible dialogue. Teenage angst. And your angst. <laughs> it's and like, it's that's like, what brings it down. Stop it. Just stop fighting me. Like, yeah. literally you could put you could make this silent and it would be better
0: i think if it was silent it would be better like i mean it is it's trying too hard to be yeah. sort of i mean it's aimed at teenagers so mm-hmm. obviously the teenage angst part appeals to to young people who are going through maybe not similar things but they have the similar thoughts and feelings about the hot girl that they have a crush on and yeah. their best friend who is like better than them but it's like i don't know as a as a you know we're in our late 20s now <laughs> probably not the desired target audience again but...
1: ages age becomes cu- confusing in the vault that's true also i mean i'm i'm on mkl optimum so
0: oh you tried some of that
1: mkl optimum yeah Oof. have you not noticed like I, i've got these huge arms now the big green arms
0: yeah i thought you'd maybe like i don't know just slipped and fallen in some goo but
1: no, no that's, that's... Oh, i'm on the mk optimum Yeah, okay, well you know all the best to you i, I don't touch the stuff well, you know, some it, sometimes you just gotta make it exciting in the world. All right. <clears throat> yes, but I, I found the same things, man. It's like, um, like the things I found wonderful about it was like all those, little, you know, how you had those title cards in between, like little, um, like parts of them, the, the things that would come up on advertisement breaks. Uh yeah, I remember and it that. would have like, like cards had stuff it, like that. Yeah, and it would tell you things about the world. Mm-hmm. And they had stuff like how the like the propulsion system works oh, and stuff like that. that. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, that is so cool. Like That level of world building is like, these people clearly give a shit. They clearly tell. Oh Yeah, they love the... But it's like, the people who are doing the dialogue, like, just yeah. to just have a li- like, little bit of self-awareness, a little bit of humour. It doesn't need to be serious all the time. But I don't know. Maybe this... Uh, and this is something I actually think about when I see a lot of anime... Like maybe this is just a cultural thing.
0: I think it is because a lot of anime is like that. That's it's... why I stopped watching Attack on Titan because I was like this is like this is exactly what I think when I think of anime. Yeah. It's just big action sequences bookmarked by people being upset with themselves and yeah. not being confident. Even though they have these amazing powers or in yeah! this strange situation that's like they they just need to focus on getting the job done. But they can't because they are 12 years old. <laughs> which when you think about it is a bit fucked up. Yeah. But hey, that they could they could make a play on that being like, "We're kids, we can't do this. Why are you making us do this? We're kids." But no, they're just like, "Oh, I really like that girl. She's my waifu." <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I sound really
1: really out of touch. That's okay. We I mean, we've we've been cut off from all society for a very long literally time. Literally out of touch in the vault. Um yeah, to go back to One Punch Man, I mean, it does it does do that. It makes it makes fun of those sort of cliches. Yeah. What's nice about it as well is it's not mean about it. It doesn't okay. like doesn't like point and laugh. It's, it's not just like a parody. It's like uh, yeah, but it's, it's parody and it's clever. Like um, so, all these other like amazing, really cool heroes will be doing all their like super moves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like because there's a couple of episodes in it where they're fighting one monster mm. and like all the other superheroes, and they're all doing their, all their mads oh I'm flying angel style and all this sort of stuff yeah. and then that stretches out over three episodes and it just keeps cutting back to that and then One Punch Man's just off smashing through the alien ship just doing in everyone just <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> getting to the big boss guy kicking his ass yeah. and it's like One Punch Man's just like oh well just do it yeah. and these other guys are like oh oh I don't understand This is this must be a correct type of fighting style that I'll have to use I must change my technique mm. and then just lots of stares between each other it's like you're so perfectly parody, so well like, I like that completely aware of what it is and it's like it's just really well done you know
0: okay nice I like that I think the, the key to a good parody is to have a love for the source material yeah. if you it ever sounds like they clearly do. do just like you know they. why would you make an anime parody if you didn't like anime it would just come across as Mean. Mean, yeah. Mean spurry. There you go. Um There's one. There's one. There's one. uh There's one. Punch Man. No. <laughs> 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 I've heard of this show that started. I think it's Taiwanese. Don't quote me on that because I don't know what. It's not Japan. It's not China. It might be Korean. Uh, it's like an anime, but it's all puppets. Have You heard about this? No. I don't know what it's called. Um, I'm gonna look this up.
1: Just so let's take a quick break. Do your super mutants run on MK Ultra? Is MK Ultra not doing it enough for you?
0: I'm afraid you... it's just not doing
1: it enough. I need I need more more uh, hallucinogenics. More hallucinogenics, you say? Are your super mutants not crushing enough skulls? No. Then we have the product for you, MK Optimum.
0: Get How much for your MK Optimum today, sir? I would like to buy all of it, please.
1: <laughs> MK Optimum plans to raise your super mutant. Started eight caps ninety
0: nine. Eight caps. I have six caps fifty. <laughs> six caps fifty ring pools. Is that? Can I? Can can I get someone tick, please? <laughs> A puppet show that is also an anime called Thunderbolt Fantasy. I just seen some clips in it online because it sounds really interesting. It's an anime, but done in the style of, like, I guess in the style of Thunderbirds. <laughs> to put it really basically. Anime in the style of Thunderbirds. So you know how Thunderbirds was all puppets? They'd all kind of jump along and yeah, be yeah. like, hey, you're the puppets. But it's like, their mouths don't move. And the way it's the way that animation is captured, like, they twist the puppets around and they ha- they use loads of special effects to make it look like they're having big fights. Yeah. It's called Thunderbolt Fantasy. I recommend checking out some clips. I'm probably not going to watch a full episode because uh, it looks probably a bit shit. But <laughs> the fight scenes look pretty cool. Uh, just because you were talking about anime fight scenes, that I triggered that memory. I'll, I'll check it. I think I'll check that out. That give, seems... it, give it a Google. Give that a wee Google? Yeah, an anime made out of glove puppets. Wow. Uh, released early July. I'm reading straight from Kotaku now. Uh, Thunderbolt Fantasy is testing the public's definition of anime. See, it's it's not really an anime because it's puppets. Mm. Taiwanese! I was right. Sorry, okay. Distraction over. Segway Mutant showed up and punched me in the face. (laughs) That's what he does. Thanks, Segway Mutant. Um, No actual anime topic I have to talk about. Is anime news going to become a segment? Not really news. And it's not. I don't want it to become a segment. Anime Corner. Anime Corner? The Weeaboo (laughs) spot?
1: Oh, the the anime room. The, the anime, anime room.
0: Uh, full of love pillows and, yeah. and those big wall banners the that a- people get. The anime dungeon. The anime du- The Ugh. anime sound cave. Seedy. The anime cave. It has to sound a bit seedy. Yeah, uh, the weabo The waifu cage. The- <laughs> <laughs> no. Um... I don't think we should do a segment. Well, I mean, we're talking about it next week, I guess.
1: Uh, I just, uh, I think, I like having names for all of the things we do. I like our segments. Our segments are good. Yeah, okay. So, anime, anime cave. Uh, name to be confirmed Anime Cave.
0: Uh, coming up on Anime Cave, uh, right now, uh, I went to see Akira in the cinema. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool, because it was was playing near us, wasn't it? Re released. It was playing near us, and by near us, I mean that screen in the vault over there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gotta keep it lore. Gotta
0: get the lore in there. No, so, um, yeah, I went to see Akira. Uh, I got a, I don't know, it was like some kind of super special edition re release, Mm -hmm. super mega Blu ray. Uh, it was all subtitles, apparently the most accurate subtitles I've ever had, or something. Anyway, I've not seen Akira for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, you know what, I'd like, I'd like to watch Akira again, especially on the big screen. I bet it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a little bit drunk before going in. Oh that Forgetting how not so it gets near the end. Yeah,
1: it gets really...
0: Uh, for those who haven't seen Akira, um what is akira about what is akira about now that's the thing i have to struggle so it's about it's,
1: it's it's about capitalism ostensibly
0: yeah it's about like military police like it's about
1: capitalism it's about um it's about unemployment and depression it's about uh, the misuse of governmental funds and and without without any idea of how to look after the environment very mm-hmm. much what was on the cusp of everyone in the 80s. That's what they yeah. were thinking. You know when when we in in sort of west um we had all these movements all the cold like, war was
0: going on. Yeah.
1: All the when we started producing media like uh The Toxic Avenger. Yeah. And stuff like that. This is the same sort of thing. No, the same sort true. of themes yeah, yeah. are being like promoted here. Well, I think. Yeah. But it's a brilliant
0: movie. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's uh it's a work of genius on the anime the few anime that I like, it's it's up there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's about a, uh, plot-wise, it's about a biker gang. They get caught up in some government conspiracy. One of their it's it's the classic sort of like loser kid gets special powers. Yep. But loser kid turns into a bit of an asshole when he's got yeah. special powers. Um, and it's great. I'd forgotten most of what most of the film was. It's been so long since I've seen it. Hmm. Um, And just visually, it's incredible.
1: It's a Um, beautiful, beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, the colouring in it. It's fantastic. Just the way everything looks, the style of it. I'm really, I feel there's, I'm going through a little phase of sort of like listening to really like retro style like music. I think we already discussed this on the podcast. It's developing. I'm now... (laughs) you know have you heard of Vaporwave I love Vaporwave yeah it's, it's pretty good but I'm, I'm like sort of like the chill sort of hip hop sort of yeah. stage listen to big mixes on YouTube they always use footage from old anime from the 80s yep. Akira always shows up in that um, but Akira gets really trippy near the end and I've forgotten
1: yeah he gets <laughs> mental
0: and it's huge it's such a long film yeah it's <clears how <clears <throat> it's long like is two it? and a half hours wow and me and uh, I went to see it with a friend we were like four pints in at this point I hadn't really I'd had maybe like loads of like Skittles and and Haribo because we were in the cinema and the cinema we go to it's like you can buy booze to take in so you're just drinking and eating loads of sugar and by the end of it you just I came out I just didn't know what was real anymore. It was honestly like I was so tired it was like midnight. I just this the, the way Akira ends is just questions you on all of these facets of life and what's real and what's not and it's just lots of flashing imagery and you come out just like okay that just sort of happened to me. <laughs> I do mean, what went
1: on there. But... It's an experience. It definitely is.
0: Akira is definitely, to sound really uh, wanky about it, it is more of an experience than a movie. Yeah. Well, the second third, like, the last third of it you. really is, yeah.
1: It's it, in the same vein as uh, Odyssey, Space Odyssey is. Yeah, that's true. Um, what's the actual title of that? 2001. Yeah, Space 2001, Odyssey. that's it. Um, yeah, Whereas that has like it's like almost like split into two halves.
0: Well, Akira does that. Yeah, like the last third is all
1: questions. The bit that's like a a standard film that has plot and it has dialogue and it makes sense, and it has the other bit that's just like an experience. Oh yeah, yeah. I wonder which came first, Akira or, oh, Space Odyssey. I don't
0: know. Maybe I can look that up and.
1: We can we we can talk about this in retrospect. Um, what I found interesting about Akira because I was uh. Talking to a friend about this, and they were telling me that so much of it got chopped to be turned into the anime. Like yeah. the manga has so much more content in it.
0: The manga is was a long is a long was a long running series, I believe. Yeah, it just kept
1: on going and going. Oh, well, I saw the collected work, and it's like <laughs> it, it. looks like a bible. It's enormous. Yeah. Um, I really want to give that a crack. Ah, huh? yeah, and and see what that's like because it's it's a famous literary work man yeah that's and true and Akira being as famous a film as it is I, like, I feel like, like just go to the source I should do it You know? it's yeah, like reading Lord source. of the Rings exactly
0: um, yeah just looking at my notes I made for Akira uh, just after I'd come out of it um, I said brilliant film but definitely needs condensed film slash anime nerds will almost certainly disagree but I am Joe Public when it comes to anime <laughs> let's talk more flash please and thank you
1: all right, that sounds like a very scathing TripAdvisor review. I know, I
0: was like, well, that's the thing. Like, TripAdvisor is obviously reviewers who have no idea what they're talking about, and I was, I was just a bit pissed. Yeah. And I was, I was just exhausted, and I came. Out. I was like, go ahead, just, just, just trim it down just a little bit, streamline it. My brain. <laughs> yeah, my brain hurts now, uh, but no, in after having some time to recover, yeah, I was like, oh, it's pretty good. Contemplate it. So, yeah. It was an experience. Like, I Suppose it's like getting off a really scary roller coaster. You're like, that could be a lot less shaky. But <laughs> yeah. then you're like, let's do it again. <laughs> uh, so that's anime corner. Sayonara, anime corner. See you next
1: week in the anime cave. Yeah. Um. Right. So.
0: Yeah. What else have you been doing?
1: I've been doing some other stuff.
0: What actual real media that you, have you been doing this oh. Filthy
1: Eastern <laughs>
0: propaganda. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm being mean. You big weeb. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: yeah. Um, what else have I played this week? I have, what else I've played? What else? What other media have I experienced?
0: Robin, what on earth have you been doing with yourself?
1: I played Journey. Oh really? Yeah, the whole thing. Cause this, uh, it was free on PSN this month or something. To I think to pronounce as as new as zoo uh, abzu abzu the deep sea diving deep sea version diving. of Journey, which I, I think we might have talked about briefly in a previous one, but it didn't make the cut. Probably. Um. So I'm I I've been meaning to play Journey for years. Yeah, and I've just it's one I've never done it, never done it, and now I have. Do you like it? I sat down to play it as soon as it downloaded for 10 minutes because I had to go do some, something else, it do a bit of writing and a bit of reading. And I didn't move until it was finished.
0: Well, it's an easy enough game to do that with because it's
1: nice and short. But when you expect to sit down and just dip into something for 10 minutes, have a fiddle about on an options menu and then pretty much just go, oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, back. yeah. And then you just sit and then you don't move. It just grabs you. And you just do the thing until the end.
0: Yeah, grabs you by the scruff of your neck. Yeah. Like, come on, mate. Grabs going, you by the scruff of the
1: scarf. Going on a journey. Yeah. Scruff of the scarf, nice. Um, so, to those who have not played this game, is it's is one of these things that becomes, is it a game or not, as well, um, which we can actually talk about afterwards. Yeah, because I've got some. I've got a lot some of similar, people have similar chat. Um, a definition issue. But regardless, so what this is, you... Play a character. Also, the game is incredibly beautiful. It's got very stylized, almost isometric, but not isometric. Mm. It's very. It's it's a hard style to describe. Um, I would I would say very it's bright colors,
0: very flat, plain yeah. uh, backgrounds. The character is very tall and skinny, with a mm. flowy cape.
1: A very visually striking. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, if you like it or don't like it, you will have to admit it's visually stunning. Beautiful. Um. So you play this character, and there's a number of mechanics in it. There is a jumping mechanic that um, can be enhanced ver- depending on how long your scarf is. And you can increase the length of your scarf by collecting, and it's collectibles hidden about the world. Um, but that's really not, the gamey aspects are really not what it's about. It's about just travelling towards this mountain that you can always see in the distance, more or less. Mm. And you go through these different areas um, to try and get to the final goal. And it's it, it's just wonderful. It's just a wonderful experience to have.
0: Yeah, I remember. I played it when it came out.
1: Yeah. It was great. Um, I have had a lot of think- thoughts about like what this game is about and what it's trying to say. Mm-hmm. And my and then I read a lot about it and I read what people thought. I don't think it's about anything.
0: No, it's, well, yeah, it's just about... Going on a
1: journey. It's...
0: Yeah. Just travelling through a weird little world. You it's, just get a sort of little glimpse into a sort of a fantasy. Very fantasy. Like, I mean... It's just magic, almost. Yeah. World of things floating around. Are you underwater or are you just flying? I don't know. It's, it's just kind of dark and blue.
1: It's like, I don't think... I don't think it was like... Because so many people try to find meaning in things that the meaning not obvious. Mm-hmm. And it's I, I think the meaning is so deliberately obfuscated because there isn't one. It's, yeah. it's just, we are going to give you a beautiful experience that you are just going to be happy about. This is just going to make you happy. It's going to be nice. It's just yeah. going to be a pleasant experience and you'll be able to impress your own thoughts on it and your own feelings about your character and how, how, how these things operate but it's like there's no developer side plot or idea or analogy to be made yeah i think it's just an experience
0: that's the nature of well we could go into a big thing about how the line between games and art mm. but i think that kind of really touches on the subject of like it's just a piece of little just a piece of art that you can take it for what it is or you can uh you know you can just just experience it you yeah. can add as much meaning as you want to it or you can just be like oh that was cool it was a, again like akira that just kind of happened <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice um, yeah so yeah I like Journey um,
1: would you say it's a game yeah I would
0: because you interact with it you interact with it like you have to interact with your surroundings in order to progress to the end
1: because there's so many people who would, like say it's not a game and it doesn't because ha- it doesn't have a failure state
0: uh, it's true I don't remember well, I don't remember failing but that wasn't not did
1: I'm not sure you might be able to die in it there's a bit where you can get bitten but I'm not sure if that was a scripted event or if you can die or not. Yeah. But a lot of people say, well, one of the main proponents of this idea is TotalBiscuit, who, uh, um, a guy who I have massive amounts of respect for uh-huh. because the guy is straight as a fucking arrow. Um, absolutely uncorruptible, which I think is a really good aspect yeah. in, a, in someone who you, you want to trust their opinion. Yeah. Um, But he has this thing about if a game doesn't have a failure state, it's not a game. And it's like that is just it. That is the blanket. That is that's final. Yeah, but that's not as far as strictly he's true. Well, I don't. There's not been any formalized definition of what it is.
0: I don't think there needs to be though. So you're does saying? There? Well, does there? Like a guy can
1: like a film is not a game.
0: A film is not a game because you don't interact with it. You just sit and you just watch, and a story is told to you. Whereas a game, a story is told to you, but you need to interact with the world around you in order to progress with the story.
1: But then you get games like uh, Dear Esher.
0: Esther. Esther. Yeah.
1: Dear Esther. Dear Esther. Dear Esther is a
0: different game where the house is all like crooked and you don't know. I'm just joking. Because uh, that would
1: be great. Yeah, no, I I have Dear Esther. I've never played it. Um, I've played it. It's uh, I mean, it, I I feel I didn't get the full experience because I was essentially running it on a potato. We didn't look very good. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about your potato later. Yeah.
1: <laughs> potato. Um, but that's just a walk around. Walking simulator. Walking. I've heard that term as well. I don't like that term. Actually,
0: I don't feel it's. I mean, it, it, people I use it in a bad, in a negatory. Negatory. Um, negatory. Walking simulator. Bad. Not game.
1: It's. I feel like people. It's deliberately derogatory. Yes. Of the of whatever it is.
0: Whereas I feel it's not necessarily a bad thing, yeah. But it is used as like, oh, walking like Oh, you couldn't do anything.
1: I because I really liked Dear Asher. I thought it was nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought it was a, like a good thing. I have it was pretty good. And I think I could have got a lot more out of it if like I had not a potato mm. to run it on. Um, but yeah, and that got deplored as not being a game. And it's like, well, what is it then? It's yeah. Like, what I think, rather than calling games games. I think our issue, rather than trying to make a new a new catch term for media that doesn't fall into the specific definition of a game, we should just be abandoning the term game. Because I think it's, more and more of the time, it's just meaningless. The only reason we call them games in the first place is so we could market them. Mm, well, this is like a board game, but you play it on a screen. This is how parents can understand it, so they'll buy it for their kids.
0: Well, what parents are buying Dear Esther for their kids? No, but
1: that's what I'm saying. This is like, that was a long time ago and we're still yeah. using the same term.
0: Do you know what? If the people who created it say this is our game, yeah.
1: then it's a game because they called it a game because it's intended to be a game. Well, a term that was like coined, I'm not going to say coined because I don't know if they did coin it, but a term that I heard first from the Extra Credits team was interactive experience, Okay, which it sounds really wanky. But it's like, it, it kind of... Well, it, it nullifies that, but... all these arguments. Yeah. It's like, okay, what's Call of Duty? It's an intera- interactive experience. What's Esher? It's an interactive experience. Uh-huh. What's uh, Akira? My, Akira is a, just, it's, a, it's just, a, a, just an experience. It's a, it's a film. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you could get into a philosophical argument about, it. you need to interact with it with your brain. And then... But that, that would be a large... Very abstract argument that I don't think anyone would really have outside of us in this fault, actually.
0: Well, I mean, we need to ask some people outside, but it's true. I don't go outside.
1: So uh, there you go. It's a catch-22. But I think, I think that's a good way of getting away from the linguistic argument. Because I feel that so often um, what's actually at the root of something fairly interesting is mired by uh, etymological arguments. And where the de- definition of D. De- R. is it a game or not, uh-huh. isn't really the interesting topic at hand. It's, was it, did it mean something to you? Did it, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? What, is this, well, that's true. Is this a valuable piece of media?
0: Yeah, I suppose the more important question is, is it good or bad? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I mean, that's a very binary
1: way of looking at things. I'm well, just
0: saying, like, it doesn't matter. If, well, I mean, in a way, I suppose Just because you
1: though. don't enjoy something doesn't necessarily mean it's bad either.
0: Yeah, I know, but if you're asking someone, "What do you think of Dear Esther?" and they say, "Oh, it was good," it's like, "What? Well, is it a game or is it? Mm. Is it not?" That's then irrelevant. It Does, yeah. doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. Um, so why are we even talking about it? <laughs> <laughs> I just came to that conclusion. now. I was like, "Hang on a minute." Was, I mean, it's, so long as you enjoy it. You know? You know what I mean? So long as you enjoy it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you can argue about what makes it. What makes it. But well, it feel. Game.
1: I feel it like. It derails discussion because you can get end up in these accidental things where you're frustrated at, at each other. And yeah, it's nothing to do with the actual thing you want to talk about. It's just like ab- it's like abstract frustration rather than it being yeah. real. you know,
0: It's trying to define something that
1: it just it, it can be problematic. <laughs> but anyway, the fact of the matter for me, uh, journey was just just wonderful, just a very nice experience.
0: Glad you like journey. Journey good. It's a, it's a good time. The Bank of the Post Apocalyptic Wasteland Commission um, is a name I made up just now. It's a work in progress. Uh, we're a bit confused after all the radiation and uh, not too sure what kind of currency we're dealing in. Currently, it is uh, bottle caps and ring pulls, but hopefully, we can get back to good old British proper money on them. Maybe. Uh, I don't know, unless I can draw a picture of the Queen's face. Maybe.
1: We just have to collect enough talented individuals who can draw enough pictures of the, the Queen's face on enough pieces of paper. <laughs> and we'll be back in good old blighty. <laughs> None of those plastic notes. Because of rampant inflation as a result of mutant mine injuries, we have had to devalue the ring pool down to the cost of one cap, and increase the value of each screw cap to ten caps. These, will, these changes will be taken into effect as of immediately. Question, <laughs> sir. Ah, yes. Um, Corks,
0: where do they come into this? Bottle corks. From bottles of wine. A million caps. One million caps for a cork? One million caps. Depends on the vintage, sir. Doesn't it, sir? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Depends on the vintage bottles of wine. Very good. You can still smell the wine from hundreds of years ago. One thing I did definitely do, I made time for, uh, was Event Zero. Event Zero. Our original topic of the week. It was, it was. Yeah, um, however, uh, Robin's computer is uh, runs on, on coal and it's old
1: hamsters. Fairly steam-powered. Yeah, um, um, so
0: we couldn't run it, which is surprising, because it's not that technically challenging, as far as I, I can see. It's,
1: I don't think it's very well-optimized for Mac. I, I think probably. that was the issue.
0: I think that's an oversight for a lot of uh, for was, a lot of
1: games because it's it should have been something that could run. Yeah, but um, it didn't in any way. Um, so that was a, our original topic. So I'm, I'm sorry, listeners, uh, you don't get to hear much of my take on this.
0: I played it though, and oh boy, do I have some opinions for you!
1: Oh, I'm so excited! Uh- <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna tell people what kind of game this is.
0: Event Zero is. A walking simulator. Oh. Yeah. Uh, In space. Mm. One of my favourite genres is the old sci-fi. Yeah, so uh, as I say, it's supposed to be our topic of the week. We both looked at the trailer for it. It looks really cool. Mm -hmm. The trailer is essentially you are on a stranded spaceship in the middle of space uh, on a 1980s styled spaceship.
1: Oh, it's 1980s styled.
0: Well, yeah, because it's very reminiscent of like the the spaceship on on Ali- in Aliens. Oh, it's got great. some like uh, what were you saying, a two thousand one space odyssey yep. look to it. Um, so you you're basically on a space mission that goes wrong, mm-hmm. and then you're a escape pod. You see like a space cruiser in the distance, mm-hmm. so you dock with that, and it just looks like a sort of cruise liner on the inside, and there's just this little uh, terminal computer terminal that pops up and you have to sign into it you type your name in uh, and this thing comes up and says oh hello Patch you know you just you have this conversation with the computer the way it's programmed is amazing uh, because you can just basically say anything to this little computer called Kaizen he's been alone on this ship for who knows how long Uh, and essentially you just explore the ship try and get it ready he's like I can help take you home uh, if you want but you need to help me uh, reboot the I don't know it's very very sciencey he's like you need to reboot the quantum core of the ship and it will yeah. explode and send us back home Was like alright Kaizen thank you let's do this and it's I don't know it's got really cool attention to detail that there's a little icon uh, like a smiley face that uh, represents Kaizen and as you're typing his eyes look towards the letters oh. which is kind of creepy <laughs> like he's got a little smiley face you type and he's like oh you're typing and then you uh, and at one point, like the, like, the first thing I said to him was, like, Kaizen, I need to go home. And the screen gets all shaky. It's like, like, no, you can't leave me alone. <laughs> I was like, you can come with me, though. And he was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. this is going to be scary. Um. So, yeah, I think, depending on how you play it, you'll get, I mean, well, you'll get the same ending, I think. It's not a multi-linear It's not a multi-linear game. I don't know if that's the phrase. Multi-linear? multi path I I like multilinear. I don't know if it is a term, but I like it. it. It's a very linear game. You've got an objective to get to, but you can basically say whatever you want to Kaizen. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's basically hinted at that if you're mean to him, he'll just treat you like an asshole. Yeah. (laughs) But I was just sort of like, all right, Kaizen, come on, let's let's solve the problem. There's some little scary moments, like you get locked outside, like a, uh, a window in one of the bedrooms gets smashed, you get sucked outside and uh, you got your space helmet on, you're running out of air, you go up to the terminal, and Kaizen is like, please log in. It's like, it's me, it's Patch. He's like, Patch is dead, he got sucked outside. They're like, no, it's me though. He's like, how can I know, because there's no camera, or facial recognition, it's just the only interaction you have with Kaizen is typing on a keyboard. Oh, wow. It's like, you, you'll need to prove that you are, in fact, Patch. It's like, Kaizen, I'm dying, please let me in. <laughs> He's like, all right, fine. What was he just asked you a quest? Like, basically tests you on some lore from earlier, and you answer it correctly, and he lets you in. Um, this is a walking simulator where there are fail states. You can suffocate out in space because uh, there's parts where you have to go and investigate the outside of the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so all in all, very interesting, very cool, creepy idea of interacting with this robot who can have basically a ship's AI. Yeah, uh, you have to. You have to do some hacking. You have to solve little puzzles, um, but oh all no, all, it's just short,
1: too short. To you want more?
0: I want more, and it just ends really abruptly. And again, in a, I think they're attempting to do a sort of journey style experience mm-hmm. where it questions the nature of the human psyche. Right. You uh, the I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the spoiler alert trigger now. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you become part of the computer at the end. Because uh, I don't know. I don't know why. Because he talks about this woman who was trying to shut him down, like an evil woman. She's not a friend of mine. She killed my best friend. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> she killed my best friend. So you get to the core of the ship, and, and there's all scribbling on the walls. It starts off all quantum physics and calculations and all of a sudden comes into scribbles on how the human brain works and like anatomy and then links to and then you go into this big mainframe it's all 80s style computers so it's all like reels spinning and big analog nodes and stuff and there's like this corpse of a woman in a chair with a big a professor xavier style helmet on oh yeah and and i'm like who's this here it's like there's no one in here it's like i mean this corpse next to me is like oh the corpse that's the woman who tried to betray me. Uh, turns out she tried to integrate her brain into the into the mainframe to take over the AI in order to save the ship or some bullshit. I was like, now you have to do it as well. I was like, oh, I don't really want to do that. But then you've seen someone
1: who's just died by doing the same.
0: Yeah, but you do die. But your consciousness is put into the computer, and you turn into like some weird computer ghost and make your way back home. I can tell by your expression that you're not. <laughs> you're just what? It just doesn't make any sense. Like f- to go for to go from interacting and solving puzzles and hacking to all of a sudden being like, okay, you're a space robot ghost now. It's like, oh, okay. It just
1: that I don't know. I've not played it, but that seems laughable, frankly.
0: Yeah, I was just I was at the end. I was like, but this was going so well.
1: <laughs> now I'm
0: dead. <laughs> I'm a space robot ghost. And I'm supposed to be dead. That's part of the story. And I just mm. kind of, I don't know what I wanted out of the story, but I wanted it to last a bit longer. I wanted to solve some more puzzles. I wanted maybe like to not find someone because as a walking simulator, they kind of, they really focus on that on that sense of being alone. Yeah. And there's like, a, there's like one jump scare near the start, which is cool. They don't milk the jump scares. That's good. You're just sort of like, you're on the ship and it's like, oh, this is a bit weird and all of a sudden there's a big smash and the ship rocks and i in, in my chair I was like oh shit Like Kaizen was like oh sorry something hit the ship so what hit the ship oh don't worry about it it's fine okay cool um no so there's some cool puzzles to solve and everything but it's just uh, just a bit wank really a bit wank just a little bit wank um I don't really like to swear on this podcast but I'm afraid that's that's my opinion it's just like You could have done a lot with it. Yeah. And I would have liked more game. Just a bit disappointed, really. It looked cool. You saw the trailer.
1: It looked so cool. It looks amazing.
0: I was in. I was sold. I was like, let's play Event Zero.
1: It's going to be great. But, yeah. Mm. I just think Jenga just got some stuff cut off at the end, and it was meant to be a bigger thing. Budgetary. Much like I said with um,
0: Valiant Hearts. Yeah. Probably a
1: budgetary thing.
0: It's just such a shame. It's a bit of a cop,
1: out, isn't it? I don't know. It's one of these things that, like, you can get issues with too big a budget as well. Yeah, but the, like the Peter Molyneux issue.
0: Yeah, going to give
1: you more game. Just good. I'm going to give you more game. But just it's going to be more game.
0: But it's inconceivable that this team would have had too big a budget. Yeah, I mean, it's like you know, Fairly true. they would have got given a reasonable budget to be like, just do this. That's oh, it's a shame. Yeah, man, it's. Uh, I was disappointed. Uh, God damn. Not the only thing I was disappointed in this week, oh,
1: as yes, you might
0: hear a bit later on. Um,
1: mm, yeah, a little teaser. Um, right, okay. Um, so, that was a thing.
0: Yeah, that was. I mean, that was an experience.
1: Yeah. But that not was not entirely good. a good one.
0: So, what, we got Akira and Journey? Yeah. Both pretty successful experiences. Yeah. Event Zero turned into an experience I wasn't expecting it to
1: so many good aspects in that it was such a good idea uh, oh well
0: (laughs) thanks guys thanks guys fucking pissed down 15 bucks (laughs) um
1: yes. yes would you like to hear about a media experience that I had recently yes please have you ever heard of R. Kelly's Trapped in the Closet yes so I love it to those who haven't, and aren't maybe aware, um, R. Kelly, the rapper and R&B artist, produced a hip-hopera, as he described it.
0: Hip-hopera? I didn't know he uh, It was a soap that opera term.
1: that was uh, all in hip-hop. It wasn't even hip-hop, it was just R&B. It was R&B, but yeah, he called it hip I
0: mean, there you go. He called it a hip-hopera.
1: He does what he wants. And it's called Traps in the Closet, and these are uh, v- episodes of varying length. About maybe four to seven it's minutes. about four to seven minutes, um, each of them. And it's all the way through, it's sang by R. Kelly, doing the part of every character, um, <laughs> oh, while so also good. being the narrator at the same time. Yeah. And but he's the main character. It is. The
0: narrator, the singer.
1: It's amazing. Uh, and so I, I watched that, the full of that, for the third time. <laughs> I don't think I've ever watched it all the way through. I've watched it all the way through now three times. Yeah, yeah. Man, I've
0: the way I watch it because it's all on YouTube. Yeah, but it's there's bits missing, so like I don't want to miss an episode because I don't know what's going on because it's incredible. Like so much happens in that space
1: of three minutes. It's so dense. (laughs) Um, so I watched that and um played the drinking game for it actually.
0: Okay, what does the drinking game include?
1: It includes a number of things, um. You have to drink every time R. Kelly is in a closet. Okay. You have to drink every time the midget is mentioned. Okay. Uh, you have to drink every time a rhyme is rhymed with itself. Okay. Which happens a lot. I imagine it does. You have to drink every time um, he pulls out his gun. and Calls it his Beretta. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's quite, I a, a there's quite. Oh, you have to drink every time you're there's someone up in something. Uh, okay. I'm up in here. I'm up in that. You're up in my grill. Yeah. It's wonderful. And uh, anytime someone bursts through a door.
0: Uh, that does tend to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like the sound of that.
1: Um, it reminds me a lot of... Uh, have you ever seen The Room?
0: Yes. Another um, masterpiece.
1: In the same way. just An experience. <laughs> pure brill- Yeah, an experience. <laughs> an experience. The have you ever
0: one- seen The Room live? Uh, Segway Segway Meeting series He's actually got some good news For us <laughs> Have you ever seen the room Like in the cinema With people Yeah It's good isn't it I went
1: to um, Last Fringe I think right. Well, I met you.
0: Tommy Wiseau At the screening I went to He was there Fuck off I was, He was there He's an asshole He's great <laughs> He is a total asshole <laughs> Fucking brilliant Yeah man uh, wow. beat. I got you beat mm. Anyway Please continue on your Trapped in the closet
1: Random stuff pish yeah it's random and um, yeah did that that was fun have you got <laughs> did that. That was, fun. Oh,
0: that was an experience it's this is the experience. experience special <laughs> we experienced a lot of things i experienced planet hulk the
1: animated uh version yeah it's good because I, I, I i've had that suggested to me on yeah on the old netflix
0: it's good yeah i wasn't even aware there was uh, there was an animated adaptation of it. We've spoken about the DC ones multiple times, I'm sure. Yeah, and yeah, yeah.
1: having now watched pretty much all of them, yeah, and um, that we've ever mentioned, they're they're great.
0: They're really good. So Marvel took a dip. Hmm. They had done Planet Hulk. Wow. I've not read the comic Planet Hulk. I've always wanted to. I know is... a
1: little bit about the lore of Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk. But yeah, it do- It seems interesting, you know, anyway.
0: Yeah, so you don't really get much of the lore. Well, you do, at the start it's just very much like Hulk wakes up in a spaceship. Mm-hmm. There's a little hologram of Tony Stark be like, It's for your own good Hulk. You can't stay on Earth because you're too dangerous. We're sending you to a planet that is uh there's nothing on it, just a foliage and animals, you'll be you'll be happy there. All you wanna do is be left alone. Uh, that's my impression of Tony Stark, by the way. Um, sort
1: of fairly non-accurate description of Tony well, Stark. Well, you know, a fucking... Uh, Tony. Big tone. Alright, Tony Stark the Iron Man. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, so he ends up on an alien planet, which is ruled by a king who holds gladi- gladiator matches with weird aliens. The Hulk becomes a gladiator, and he fights his way to freedom. And it's pretty good. Um... Yeah, As I said, I just wanted to read the comic, but I have neither had the money or the time to do so. Mm-hmm. Just had a free night. At, free night. Figured I'll watch Planet Hulk. It's very yeah. really good. I recommend it. I mean, classically in the comics, this leads to World War Hulk, because Hulk is pretty pissed off that he got basically tricked into being shot into space, uh, into exile, because he misses his home. You yeah. know, he misses his home. You can't just send someone away from their home. So after the uh, event of Planet Hulk, you know he he sets an entire people free. He overthrows like a tyrant king. He uh, he becomes the king of the planet, like gladiator king. He's looks badass. He's got like cool like gladiator armor on. He uh, like marries like the queen.
1: So uh, just a sorry question because I've not seen this. Yeah, uh, is he Hulk all the time permanently? He is
0: permanent Hulk. Permanent Hulk. Because I think as was established in Avengers, like the movie. Like, he can just be Hulk whenever he wants. Yeah. And he's in a pretty stressful situation, you know, being forced to be, like, a gladiator all the time. He's yeah. Hulk. But he talks, like, normally. Yeah. I did some reading on this. Uh, the Hulk, he's not always like, Hulk, smash, he, uh, he can talk cohesively if he basically concentrates hard enough which he does because he needs to kind of think logically about how to get out of these situations so the, the clever Bruce Banner side of his brain takes over so he can form cohesive sentences uh, when he wants to, he can talk he's not like, he's almost like an anti-hero though, he's mm. you know, like I don't want to be here I just need to escape but then mm. he becomes a hero at the end yeah. of the day um, and it's a good story Which and it leads to uh, World War Hulk where Hulk comes back with all his new alien buddies you sent me away you exiled me and look at me now I'm the king of a planet time to die
1: um, so he comes back to earth yeah just, just smashy shit out just everything. Hulk
0: smashes um, which kind of like w- w- brings me to our Marvel Cinematic Universe chat yeah in that I don't believe this is where World War Hulk the planned movie is going to going to go really so at the end of Age of Ultron. Yep. Hulk just fucks off on a plane.
1: Hulk disappears. He just disappears. Yeah.
0: Hulk disappears on a plane at the end of Age of Ultron. Uh, And he's not heard from again. Uh, Civil War.
1: uh, Happens and then. Well,
0: Civil War happens and I think it's mentioned. Yeah,
1: they say we could really do it with Hulk right now.
0: And uh, Scarlet Witch, what's her name? Black Widow. Yeah. It's like, not heard from him. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. So maybe he's away just doing some like serious just thinking about himself and then he's going to come back i don't know i don't know what's going to happen with world war hulk but it's not going to be i've brought an army of aliens
1: with me and there's going to be an invasion true because yeah because we need to do planet hulk first
0: yeah they need to establish it which is like i feel they're doing all these massive famous comic book titles really just to excite the fanboys because mm. civil war wasn't really the civil war that i know mm-hmm I'm not even sure I like Civil War that much. The movie.
1: The movie. Like it's good, but I don't know. For me, like Black Panther was a cool enough character to just hold the film together. Like,
0: yeah, you think? I I'm, mean, he's a cool character. Cool, I'm, cool I'm excited character. for the Black Panther movie.
1: Yeah, but it didn't feel
0: like. It, think of what a Civil War is.
1: I know. For <laughs> for me, um, it felt like uh, very much we're just putting everyone in the right place for the next couple of films. Yeah. Like, I, I liked it and it was cool enough to get away with that, but it felt very much like we just need to get everyone where they need to be. Yeah. To allow the next couple of films to happen. And we've also just called it Civil War and just. It's not a war. Yeah, it was just like. They just have, they have a little disagreement and yeah, fight. Yeah, it, it was Stark and uh, Steve having a little fallout.
0: Which, essentially, at its very basic level, is what a Civil War is.
1: But in the comics, it is a Civil War. Well, like the film of America fights each other.
0: No, not America, but like, not like the American Civil War, but it's like, so the Civil War in the comics, basically superheroes just go around, they do whatever they want, uh, they just save the day, people accept it, oh, these heroes are going to come save the day, things get broken, but we build up again, it's fine. A couple of young teenage superheroes, I think they're like mutants, uh, they start a reality show. Basically where it's like, we're going to get a film crew to follow us around, saving the day. Uh, they blow up a school full of kids.
1: Yeah, it It's gets put really on the news. awkward. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> gets put on the news and then the president's like, guys, you can't do this anymore. Children are dead. <laughs> Hundreds of them. Uh, and they arrest all the mutants in question. Uh, Tony Stark. Well, I mean, it's the same thing where like Tony Stark takes the side of like we need to register everyone, you need to be in control. It takes the same basic ideas but it's just on a bigger, bigger scale, like because I suppose they have the license for all the heroes. Yeah. Because the movies is a bit more complicated. Like they really had to fight to get Spider-Man in there. Yeah. Oh, I could talk for ages about Spider-Man's
1: involvement in the comics. I think we'll do that when we do our Spider-Man special.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel they're using the title Civil War, Planet Hulk.
1: So you think it's just a marketing strategy rather There's than
0: clearly a marketing strategy. Well,
1: it's all it. it... I mean of the, course it is. The Marvel Cinematic Machine is a marketing strategy in itself. It's yes. amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean it's very successful and I've loved everything they've done so far, maybe apart from maybe apart from Civil War was the first one
1: I kind of thought like, meh nah. and maybe Thor the Dark World was a bit yeah. The thing is like what I thought was like meh, but then it's such a higher level of meh. Yeah, I mean, it's a good man. It's, it's f- like, they're really good. They're still really good.
0: I mean, when Ant-Man shows up. Yeah. They're like, oh, I forgot Ant-Man was in this. There <laughs> he is. He's so good. He's jet-lagged. Look at him being all funny. And then, like, uh, you know, Spider-Man's in there. I was so... Yeah. Like, I was so happy like when Spider-Man showed up. He's, like, my favourite. And he's in there. He's part of the world now.
1: Yeah. What I didn't get was... Um, the thing that bothered me about... What's his name? Jarvis? He's not Jarvis anymore. He was Jarvis. Oh, uh, Vision. Isn't he supposed to be like the best? Like he lifted up Thor's hammer, and he's supposed to be like totally slamming at everything. He's essentially
0: Superman at the moment. Yeah, Uh, and he he wasn't.
1: What do you mean? In Civil War, because he like could have fixed all the problems.
0: I think his whole philosophy is that oh, he's just non. I don't really. He's very neutral. I don't kind of just want to stay apart from this. I'll get involved if I have to. Uh, I quite. I can't quite remember on that. It's quite. Yeah. Memory's pretty fuzzy, but as far as I remember he's like super powerful I mean he comes from one of the you know the, the infinity stones that's yeah. how
1: he he is an infinity stone he is
0: one of the infinity stones essentially and Jarvis mixed together um, so yeah he's super powerful but he's just he his view on humanity is very much like Dr. Manhattan right. and uh, Watchmen he's like well you know I'll let you guys get on with it if you really need my help I'm here Scarlet Witch is pretty hot though <laughs> <laughs> you know? He he just tries it on think, with her a little bit. I don't bit. think that's what he's going for. Uh they're married in the comics, dude. But oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's an appropriate noise to make. <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah, weird, isn't it? In the comics is he an AI as well.
0: I uh, don't really know. I think it's a similar origin. I would need to I would need to confirm this.
1: Bloody heck. Right, okay. Speculation time. Okay. Um You know it would be amazing. Yeah. If they made some kind of film about you know like her or D S X Macina, uh huh, um, but they made it about Scarlet Witch and Jarvis, okay. How she's falling in love with an, what is an AI? Well, maybe they should
0: do a standalone
1: Scarlet be, Witch
0: or Vision
1: movie. That'd be brilliant.
0: Where it's not like it's not
1: overly like not action heavy, yeah.
0: Not action heavy. It's just a just a character piece.
1: I think. Do you I you know? think that'd be fascinating? Yeah, because that's. That's a weird concept, man.
0: Because you can't just jump into like, like for example, you can't just jump into like World War Hulk, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're in love now, <laughs> like yeah. uh, like where's, uh, we're we're Age, Age of Ultron was like, uh, fucking, not Scarlett Johansson. Well, Scarlett Johansson and Bruce Banner are they together? Well, they had a little thing, do you remember? In uh Age oh, of Ultron?
1: Yeah, they yeah, they had a
0: thing. But it was just kind of like, oh, by the way, these guys I'm getting on. They're, you know, they're they're going to be getting it on at some point. Mm. But I suppose it's more difficult to establish a relationship between a a war orphan and a and an AI made flesh. So <laughs>
1: <you know. laughs> think think about that. Yeah, Weird, eh? That would be such a good film. <laughs> just just for like trying to make that make sense. Let's get Woody
0: Allen to direct it.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's weird. <laughs> he's, he's weird enough for this.
0: Um, no, I don't know. It just, yeah, I'd it, be up for that. It'd be up for just that. Get on the phone of Disney. Um, yeah. I mean, they're I'm one really... of the great global powers in this post-apocalypse. <laughs> they are. Hey, what's up with Vision?
1: It's just Disney and Apple turfing it out.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, that's a civil war that is really going on.
1: Um, yeah. Um, right. Okay. So. You have mentioned Marvel. Yeah. Um,
0: but more than mention it. I think we...
1: Shall, shall we Shall we move on to our topic? Our Marvel-themed topic of the week. Um, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Luke Cage has recently been released on Netflix. Uh, it's a Netflix original, yeah?
0: Netflix original. It's the third Marvel-based Netflix original. Following,
1: after- following- S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, no. Because Agents of the S.H.I.E.L.D. was the first one.
0: But not on Netflix. But that not was on Netflix.
1: It was ABC. And then after after Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was Daredevil, Daredevil.
0: Jessica Jones, and now is the Cage. Cage. Have you watched either... Just I want to preface this by asking have you watched Daredevil or Jessica Jones? I've
1: watched some of both. Okay. And I didn't like either.
0: I absolutely love Daredevil. Mm-hmm. It is my favourite I think it's probably one of my favourite TV shows Uh, you know it's part of my favourite part of the current Marvel Cinematic Universe
1: really in entirety Daredevil I love him that's a bold claim Um, we can talk about that more when I've done more reading Reading. Uh, reading. Because I don't know anything about Daredevil as the character. Well, watch the show. And I don't... You'll learn
0: all the things I've about I've not watched
1: him. enough about the show because I I put it down... You just as, didn't like it? I put it down as soon as I was like, I don't like this.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: You know what bores me? Catholic guilt. Um, I don't like this. It's well, more to it than Catholic guilt. It's, it, like, it just screamed at me like, oh, I'm an Irish stereotype. Right, got you. Fuck like, great. Well, he's not drunk. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: ah, no, I'm the Daredevil. No! <laughs> <laughs> <Hello. laughs> <laughs> He's a
1: Imagine they made a character like that.
0: <laughs> just with some rocky road to Dublin in the background. Oh my God! I don't know it's just sets myself the daredevil. I've come to take on the king pennies these over. A fairy
1: tale in New York. I, in I, hell's kitchen.
0: I just uh, fairy tale of Hell's Kitchen. I come over. I'm blind, <laughs> you know. Don't I, I? go begging on the streets. I just, I just need, I just need six pages for a can of Guinness. us. Uh, Essentially, what it is, right, My father, uh, my father died. He was killed by he was killed by the mob, and I'm not too happy about it. Uh, I got, I got some kung fu training, uh, and I can hear things really good. So, so uh, if you wouldn't mind just uh, lending me ten pence, so I can afford a new helmet, so I can go fight the kingpin. Okay. Ah, oh, that. Man, I like that character.
1: It's so much better than. So much better than the original one.
0: Matt Burnock! <laughs> attorney at law! I say that, but. I know fuck all about law. I don't really
1: have a law degree. All I know
0: is that you're breaking it. And I'm about to break you, <laughs> you fucking bastard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
0: Oh, I did. I, I never <laughs> even considered the Irish Catholic Kill thing before. That's so funny. Oh my lord. Oh, Daredevils, um, fucking good though.
1: Right. Well. Okay. Um. Because I do trust your opinion on a lot of media. I'll just stick with it. Um. I'll give. It, I'll try and dive back into it. But again, I didn't really like that. I didn't okay. really like Jessica Jones. But Jessica
0: Jones took a bit longer to get going. But
1: mm-hmm. do you think the same juice is worth the squeeze?
0: Yeah, I think like Jessica Jones, like. It certainly helps that David Tennant plays the villain, because he's, he's a good buddy. He is a very good villain, like yeah. honestly. Like, and it gets it the gets fact dark that near the
1: end, dude. Like, it gets fucking horrible. The fact that he's ever been cast as a good guy amazes me.
0: Yeah, he was. He
1: was Doctor Who. Well, you know, I, I always I always thought this when I uh, when I watched the David Tennant Doctor Who episodes. See, when he's being a bit of a villain and mm-hmm. as Doctor Who, because he did that. No, no other Doctor Who really did that. But David yeah. Tennant, he a couple of times he did the whole thing like, yeah, I've basically committed genocide multiple times. Yeah. Me individually. I've done that. Well that's like yeah. there's a couple of times he does that and it's like wow. <laughs> well mate, this is like a kid's show. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking well behave, kids need to know about it. Behave yourself, Tennant. <laughs> um Yeah, okay, so explain. So there's So there was uh, Agents of Shield that was done by ABC. Yeah. Then there was Daredevil. <laughs> daredevil that was netflix, netflix originals, then it was jessica, jessica jones, jones netflix and now luke cage luke
0: cage who appeared in jessica jones yeah as and the love interest
1: and they all exist in a very they're very close together <laughs>
0: they're all in new york yeah do you mean time wise or location wise Tra- time and
1: location yeah same so, time same location yeah in different parts of the city
0: well so there's harlem and then hell's kitchen and then manhattan
1: and Manhattan is where Jessica Jones takes
0: place, right? I'm pretty sure. Just to, as man- Yeah, because I've never been to New York, Robin. I don't not, know if you know this about I've me. Not, I've not been either. It's huge. It's a big place. I googled how long it takes because I was like, yeah, Harlem and Hell's Kitchen. There can't be that much difference. Surely they'll know what's going on between each other. It's an hour and a half walk from <laughs> from Harlem to Hell's Kitchen. Jesus. Like, most of it is Central Park. What? Yeah, so that's how big New York is, mate. America, it's America for you. It's a vast place. Because um, um, I did the same thing uh, just to take a little tangent with uh, I watched the Warriors again recently. great film. And I was like, how so? How long is it going to take for them to get home? Because mm-hmm. I was just thinking in terms of just Edinburgh. Yeah. So you just get across the city. No night bus takes you thirty minutes. Uh, but no, like to get from. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember what park it was, but to get back to Coney Island takes it's like a six-hour walk. Yeah. wow so New York's big okay just to kick off our chat New York is huge there's a lot of heroes operating so they just don't know what's going on okay it's very fairly reasonable to assume that uh, Luke Cage has never heard of Daredevil although um, maybe he has because he appeared on the news he must have
1: yeah let's not get into that <laughs> that's um, a big segue that's a big segue Um let's just talk about Luke Cage
0: okay Luke Cage Uh I like Luke Cage mhm I do not
1: like his TV series. I think you have summed that up so wonderfully. Boom. Because I, 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 we're not going to just stop there. We are going to talk longer. <laughs> um, I feel that Luke Cage is the strongest character in in a very interesting story that's surrounded by l- less good characters. This very disappointing writing, and to some extent,
0: disappointing writing. I feel that is sort of maybe panders a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean I I I read a thing where it's sort of it's supposed to be like a tribute to old black exploitation movies of the like the 70s and 80s like Shaft and oh. things like that where it was is very stylistically you can see that with the music yeah. and all the colors and the kind of the fashion everyone's wearing a very modern day version of maybe those films from the past. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really come across like that. It feels it feels less of a tribute and more of like <laughs> I, it's weird to say it's more to be like Marvel being like, Hey, this is the kind of thing that black people like to watch. Yeah. Because like if it was a tribute, they could play it a bit more goofy, but it's, it takes itself way too seriously that it comes across as like, Hey hey, the black superhero, this is what a black superhero movie would be like.
1: Yeah. That's that's exactly what I got. Yeah. It's like when I watched watch the first episode and there's this scene where they're in the, I think it's the opening scene actually, when they're sitting in the uh, barbershop and they're all talking about basketball and they're just name dropping basketball players because that's what black people do, isn't it? Yeah. And it's and that's that's how it felt to me. It felt like uh, it was just like trying so hard. Um, just Yeah, it's, like, it's weird
0: because I wasn't expecting it to do that. I thought no. it would be a very slick, because the, the intro, like the, the title sequence. Yeah. It's really cool. The music's amazing. And you're like, oh, this is going to be a little bit Shaft-esque. But not... Not Shaft. Not Shaft. It's going to be reminiscent. Mm-hmm. Whereas in terms of like the villain in his club with the soul singer in the stage. And it's all just people like... And, and it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's just he's like, I'm the, I'm the villain. Yeah. And I'm a bad man. I'm a bad dude. Uh, it's not that I dislike it. Yeah it's not a bad show it's just not very interesting to me I feel I recognise all the beats are very stereotypical superhero beats Mm -hmm. you know superhero does not want to be superhero he has an old mentor that tells him you should probably be a superhero Mm -hmm. episode 2 the mentor dies he says you should have superheroed harder and Luke Cage is like I promise I will superhero as hard as I can from now on and it's just, you know, when two episodes it gets out of the way. But it's just like, yeah, I've seen this before, especially with Daredevil. The crime lord wants to do crime. Yeah. And it's not in a very clever way. You don't even really know why. He's just like, I want more money. It's like, okay, w- what's your motivation? Yeah. Uh, Kingpin and Daredevil, his motivation is just, I want people to respect me. I want power. I've People just think I'm a big joke. But I'm not a joke. I get really angry when people think I'm a joke. And I murder people all over the place. Whereas Cottonmouth, he's, uh, he's just like, I don't really like what you said. I don't like that you took my money. I'm just going to beat you up. I'm a bad man. I'm just a... He just seems... You know what? In a world of Ultrons and and, and Thanos and Loki and Kingpin as well. Kingpin's pretty bad. Like Cottonmouth
1: is just like, What?
0: He doesn't what, seem like
1: enough of a villain. What are you
0: bringing to the table, other than you just want some money? But
1: having such a like a weak and lack m- villain with lack of motivation as as Cottonmouth, when it's like with Luke Cage who is essentially impervious. Like, yeah. Like he, it's not like the, the villain is superpowered. Yeah. Like Luke Cage is like, I mean that's that's the problem. He's overpowered for the scenario he's in. And I think maybe
0: in later episodes we're going to see some sort of weakness. I would hope so. But
1: currently his only
0: weaknesses have been the people around him, the people that he cares about. Yeah. But so far, his wife died before the fact. Yeah. Before Jessica Jones even happened, dead. His mentor, uh Pop, who owned the barber shop, he's yeah. dead. Um maybe now the Chinese lady that runs the restaurant, she's gonna die possibly. Yeah. But I th- I feel apart from threatening People's lives around him. There's nothing you can really, really do to Luke Cage. There's no threat of like, oh, Luke's in trouble this time. Yeah. Because he's just—it's the classic case of like, I know he's gonna be fine. It's
1: a, it's a, kind of a problem I had with it, but I mean, it was nice seeing Luke Cage in the action sequence where he was just like throwing guys about, Oh going through the big building, just going through. The, I mean, that was just a classic Marvel action sequence.
0: If you like hallway action sequences, yeah. and you didn't like Daredevil continue watching Daredevil. Yeah? Cuz there's three great hallway fight sequences that probably better than the one in Luke Cage, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Like it trumps it. Like the Luke Cage one is still good cuz you get to see Luke Cage use the full extent of his power. Yeah. For the first time, just marching through a building
1: and smashing stuff.
0: Smashing shit up, people shooting him, they're quite afraid cuz he's not
1: falling down. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really care. So, you know, it's like it, I think we're both in this situation where it's like there's good aspects that we really like and there's bad aspects that we really don't like. It's just not
0: executed very well, I think. Yeah. You know, it's got a really good idea. Uh, you've not yet seen the origin story. No. Episode. Uh, we were supposed to. We're, you know, we, we just watched the first couple of episodes to get through, get a feel for it. Uh, the fourth one, which I watched, which is the last one I watched, is the strongest. I think you said the same. It's getting stronger every episode. Yeah. Fourth one's the best one. It covers an origin story, which you don't necessarily need to see, but it has a lot of nice little just bits of story about how about who Luke Cage is, mm-hmm. uh, and it's pretty goofy. You know, it's got it's got a good goof factor, which I think a lot of which I think a lot of this series is missing.
1: I think it's really important for any kind of comic book thing to work. Is there to be a bit of goofiness there?
0: Not take itself too seriously. It
1: can, yeah but you know what it's good I like Hammer
0: Industries they show up yeah there's a little gun shipment you can see they're still running from Iron Man too. Mm-hmm. Um. but yeah I, I'm i hoping it gets better I'm going to keep watching it mm-hmm. just to see how it goes because I'm kind of invested now because I've watched all of Daredevil I've watched all of Jessica Jones Yeah. Jessica Jones was a bit of a slow burner it ended the last half of it was amazing
1: really really good I should go back to that
0: yeah uh, well Daredevil is the best one of the three it's
1: great. That's the one i found. I found weakest so far. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Just stick with it, man. Punisher shows up season two and it just becomes the Punisher TV show. He's
1: getting a film, isn't he?
0: Yeah. He's getting a full-fledged film. I think it was supposed to be uh, an Iron Fist film and a Punisher TV show. Yeah. But Punisher did so well. The character who played Punisher... Uh did so well that they're giving him the movie and Iron Fist gets the TV series oh wow yeah uh, which
1: doesn't make sense to me so what's who's Iron Fist
0: Iron Fist is a guy who just he's really good at Kung Fu <laughs> oh wow Kung Fu Master uh, they released a teaser trailer for it actually uh, at Comic Con New York Comic Con just happened totally totally passed me by there we go i yeah.
1: not heard anything from
0: it well Any we've been deep it. underground that's very true <laughs> hidden from the world uh yeah it looks pretty good uh but it's weird with luke cage dropping the ball so hard i'm not as excited for iron fist as i probably would be
1: again i don't think it's dropping the ball so hard it's just like could just so much execution could be done so better if they weren't trying so hard in so many aspects like yeah maybe they're just trying too hard genuinely that's, that's that's what i think it's like and as 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 i think i've said to you previously and maybe in other conversations it's like i really get this feeling in some aspects of media that's like it's trying to convince people that black people aren't bad where it's like i, I feel that that distinction doesn't need to be made yeah no i th- like, yeah totally like, yeah and i don't know if this is just because i'm uh, i'm outside of that culture i'm because i'm we're all the way over here in scotland up across the atlantic and it's Maybe that because we're looking in, we're like, yeah, I understand they're black. I understand that there's baddies and goodies and that so, some some of them are educated and some of them aren't. I, like, I understand they're just people like everyone else. Yeah,
0: but it does seem to be really hammering home the idea that not all black people that live in Harlem are, are villains or yeah. are gangsters. There's some people trying to make a difference. It's like, well, of course they are. Like, why wouldn't they be?
1: <laughs> but I think it's like, I don't know, Maybe maybe this is something that's like built for American culture where it's like, when you look at the racial tensions there it, it can seem like sometimes they don't view blacks as having the same you know they're not all good they're not yeah. they they are all bad they all and they it's all just a bad hoodies. area
0: of town to live in but I, just, I don't know
1: i don't know enough about american culture to yeah. really comment but it just felt stilted it felt it felt like it was trying so hard especially with the dialogue with the the yeah. uh,
0: the, the female detective. Yeah. She just try, like I don't know I don't know if that's her character trying hard to connect with the youth oh. or if that you know what I mean? Yeah. Cuz she's like, "Oh man, I uh, she's she's just starts talking like she's trying really hard to be cool like a yeah. rapper, but I don't that's know if that's that... her character or if that is the writing just mm-hmm. cuz she talks like she talks like that when she's just around her friends as well. Yeah. So I'm confused. Like is she trying too hard or are the writers trying too hard? I think the
1: writers are trying too hard. Yeah, it's like I, I don't know. It just it, it so much of it just didn't feel didn't feel sit right with me. Yeah, it didn't. It, my bullshit detector went off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah. it's like um, yeah, it's like for me it felt like the diff- the distinction between when you see London films that are these. Uh, cheap hooligan cash in films
0: oh yeah versus, the guy Ritchie stuff
1: versus guy Ritchie, yeah yeah and it's like the cheap hooligan films are like uh they talk like cockneys but it's like you're, you're clearly not you're just trying to you're fit, fit in as many not. cockney yeah. slang words in as possible you just try to smash in as much culture so you think they will believe you through concentration yeah whereas when it's guy Ritchie, it's like i'm totally sold even though i know nothing about london gangster um terminology I'm just sold because I believe that dialogue. Yeah. That's what I felt about Luke Cage. It's like, it didn't feel natural. I wasn't sold on the dialogue. I didn't believe that these characters were interacting with each other in a natural way. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't know if that's because they have to overact uh, because of the culture that this is built for or because it's just stilted right in. Or, I think there's a lot of elements going in here because, I, I mean, I think in future, certainly Marvel always try to be um, current, with what's what what their films are about, yeah. Um, so I wonder if there's going to be like stuff to do with police brutality and violence and um, this tensions between um, different races in the states at the moment. Mm. And I don't know if they're just trying to start really hard to make it very a very clear distinction. Not everyone in Harlem is bad. Not everyone who is black is bad. And make that very clear in what the universe they're building. Yeah. So then they can go into more complex stuff later on. What you what I well what I did find in the first
0: four episodes anyway, is that most of the white characters are bad, because oh, yeah. remember what I was saying to you before, like when I when I came in yeah. to record the episode you're watching the end of an episode of Luke Cage, and uh, a sudden obvious betrayal yeah is 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 brought to light, and you can see it come from a mile off yeah because it's the, it's just the white cop who's the partner of the of the lady, who's trying to be cool.
1: Yeah, the, the lady, the cool lady. Yeah, the, and look Cage is love interest quote. at the time.
0: Yeah, and he's just he's like a slimy white sort of Irish, sort of New York cop. Yeah, and when you're watching it, you think, oh, he might turn out to be a villain. I wouldn't be surprised at all if he was villainous. And I, I was hoping they wouldn't do it because one thing that uh, to go to the Batman animated series does well mm-hmm. is that there's a slimy, almost obviously crooked cop. On the Gotham City Police Department, but he's a good guy. He just knows, he just knows like some seedy people, and he uses that in order to fight crime, Uh to just be a better cop. And I was hoping he would just be like the sort of slimy, seedy one who is like he's just a bit of an asshole. Yeah. Turns out he's on the payroll of Cottonmouth. Yeah. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, and it was like, well, and the build up to that is so clear. You're just sitting waiting for like three minutes. Mm-hmm. For this guy to do something evil. He he, meet, he meets up with an informant. Uh, and then eventually kills him. In secret. And this three minute sequence of the guy being like. I'm not going to be bad anymore. <laughs> I'm going to take the lesson of Luke Cage. And I'm going to fight for what's right. And he turns his back to the cop. And you're thinking don't do that. He's obviously bad. <laughs> and you're just waiting for three minutes. Being like here it comes. Any minute now. He's going to kill him. Oh. Oh, he's done it. He's done it. No, He's evil. And then he slides really quickly into total asshole bent cop. Yeah, immediately. Yeah.
1: I didn't actually think about that character transition that much, but that wasn't very natural either, was it? Yeah,
0: he's like, he's obviously a villain. Yeah. I was hoping that they wouldn't make him... That he, as I said, I was hoping that he would just be a bit of an asshole. Yeah. Um, also, in episode four, which you didn't watch, it is like... The corrupt, like, southern white prison guard, yeah, just hating like black people. <laughs> He's just a corrupt, mean, evil, but ba- evil man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe I don't know. I just feel it's too obvious to be like, look at these evil white people, yeah, you know, keeping, keeping you all down. But then I don't really know what I don't really know if there's a message there, they're probably. Like there
1: must be some kind of allegory they're going for.
0: I mean, it seems like they're going for some sort of message, yeah, for
1: some sort. But it's all over the place. Yeah, I would. I think that's all over the place is the best way to describe Luke Cage. Yeah. Um. There's so much good in there, and I think it, I think it'll come good. I do. I think it'll get better.
0: Maybe we just haven't watched enough, and it's not yeah. clear, you know. But I, I don't. that's the thing is with TV nowadays, there's so much so many television shows to watch Yeah, I like to give it a sort of four episode limit and then just cut it off if it hasn't mm. got me by four then I'm done but as I said earlier I think <laughs> I'm going to keep watching it because I'm invested because I've watched all the other Marvel stuff I just kind of want to see how this plays out Yeah, uh, I kind of see it as a continuation of the Netflix Marvel Cinematic Universe Netflix Universe yeah Disney's Marvel's Netflix's Cinematic <laughs> TV Series Universe, universe. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to keep watching it just because it's Marvel and I'm a sucker like that. Um, so, would you
1: go outside?
0: I would not go outside for Luke Cage. But I feel I would not be annoyed if Luke Cage punched his way through the vault doors and to come himself. and see me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hey, Luke Cage. How you doing? How you doing? But I wouldn't go outside for him. He's I, got impervious skin.
1: I would go outside for Luke Cage. Uh, but, you would go outside. But only just... you like, just... Like by one percent.
0: Open the door a crack, see what he's yeah, doing.
1: I'd open a door crack. I'd reach out like a hand pull, pull in then look cage. <laughs> now I wouldn't go outside, I'd just wait for him to
0: to come to me. <laughs> um but yeah. But yeah. Man, what a podcast. That was a we covered a lot, eh?
1: Yeah, we've gone through a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be a big one. It's gonna be a big one. Yeah, wow. so we got some swaps now. Yeah, we do. You're going to watch Space Dandy. I'm going to watch Planet Hulk. Pla- Planet Hulk and uh, you're going to watch One, one Punch, Punch
0: Man. Man.
1: Cool, I'm
0: trepidatious, but I've heard enough people uh, talking about you it. You will have a good time.
1: Yeah, cool. Well, anyway, thank you for listening to this emergency broadcast. Yeah, thank
0: you for listening to this really long episode of Don't Go Outside. Um, uh, it's a good one, though. It is. I'm fairly pleased with what we said. It's been a... Did some good shit.
1: That's good Good <laughs> shit. Anyway, um, thank you. And uh, tweet us, like us, email us, uh, share with your friends. That would be lovely. Um, okay. At Denny Go Out. Denny Go it, uh, At
0: Denny Go it on Twitter. We are Podcast at gmail.com. And as always, guys, don't go outside. Don't go outside. Mouse out there. And he has a really... Loose reason for one to kick your ass.